This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 871, When Grammar Matters, part six, articulating articles for IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. On today's grammar episode, we teach you how to finally understand and use those pesky articles. Take away your article anxiety so that you can get a 7 or higher on IELTS grammar. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Hey, Aubrey, I am good. Oh my gosh, this is the first time we've ever recorded together. I know, it's kind of crazy. It's taken us this long, right? It is high time. <laughs> yeah, it is high time. I love it. I am so excited to be here. Um, but I have a question for you because, you know, we're really getting to know each other. This is the first time we're recording together. And we've met, you know, in quotes, in meetings and things like that. But this is our first time recording together. So now we get to talk. And I wanted to know, do you have a dog? Oh, I do not have a dog. I We had pets growing up in Idaho, Idaho but they were never allowed inside the house. They were... Oh. You know, we had cats that were like mousers that were feral cats on the farm. And oh then we would have dogs, lots of dogs, but we lived on a really busy street. So um, it was very dangerous for them. We, so I think I just never got attached to any of our pets growing up. And so now it's like it's affected my personality to where <laughs> I sort of don't want. And it's my poor children. They all want a dog. Oh. And I just don't. What about you? Do you have a dog? I don't have a dog, but I had a dog growing up and I'm super jealous of Lindsay because she just got a dog and the dog is so cute. The, the cutest puppy. puppy. Yes. Oh my gosh. So cute. But yeah, I had a dog. Um, The dog's name was Petey and he was so cute. He was such a great dog. Um, But dogs are the best. Yes, dogs are the best. We have our neighbors have these little forever puppies. They're so cute. And my daughter will go over and play with them. So at least she gets her fill of playing with dogs because there's something about kids need to have animals to spend time with and spend time. I feel like most kids love pets. Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely. So, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, I am happy to be here. I'm glad that I found out that little nugget about you today. Yes. I feel 
And you don't get to come to IELTS Energy very often. So it's like a special treat when you're here. I love it. I'm like putting on my IELTS hat, my IELTS gear and getting excited. Yes, we you know, we actually had um, 18 million downloads since we launched over here at IELTS. And All Ears English has had so many, like hundreds of millions of downloads. <laughs> but we are we're so, getting there. We are so lucky. Now, oh my gosh, 18 million downloads of yes. IELTS Energy since it's launched. That is so incredible. So I am so excited to be over here. And yeah, we are just, we're so thankful that you guys are listening. We are so thankful that you listen to All Ears English, that you listen to IELTS Energy and just, you know, keep at it. We're happy to have you. So just the thank you from the All Ears English side to the IELTS side and, you know, yes. the whole thing. Yes, for sure. And we're doing this grammar series. Today is our next installment um, of our series, When Grammar Matters, because as you know, Michelle, we don't often um, suggest students spend a lot of time on grammar because it can take a full year to really improve your grammar enough to increase a band point on the IELTS exam. But there are some things about grammar that you can change more quickly if you focus on some specific things, if you simplify it like our motto, simplify, practice, succeed. If you figure out what you can simplify and work on for grammar, then you can improve that score. Right, right, right. Definitely. Oh my gosh. So we are going to be talking about grammar today. And I feel like, well, we kind of started in this, if you'll notice our conversation about pets, we were grading, we were grading, we were (laughs) using a lot of articles. (laughs) We were using a lot of different articles, a dog, the dog, dogs, right? And so I think that's what we're going to be getting in today, Aubrey. And I, I mean, you probably see a lot of common errors when you grade hundreds of IELTS and uh, and uh, IELTS essays, right? Yes, that's true. So for our personal coach classes and for email essay corrections, we're grading hundreds of essays every month. And we do, we see a lot of common errors that are pulling students' grammar um, scores down. And if you make a lot of errors with articles, you cannot get better than a six on um, your essay, on your writing for um, the IELTS exam. So it is important to make sure that you're using articles correctly. So awesome. we're going to break it down, right? We're we're going to talk about the three types of nouns, what articles they need. And if you can keep it simple, then you can get that seven or higher on the IELTS exam. So here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to talk about where on the IELTS exam you use these, right? And basically everywhere, right? On the listening exam, you might need to fill in an article. We get questions in the Facebook group all the time about, um, you know, should this be, uh, or and do I need an article at all? Because they have a blank to fill out and they're not always sure what exactly should go there, right? It's so tricky. And then on the writing exam, your articles all through both of your essays and also speaking. When you're speaking, you need to be using the correct articles. So this is huge. This affects your whole essay, your whole exam. Wow. And the thing is, yeah. Articles. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was just going to say, you know, I know, you know, I find this also um, in teaching in the classroom that I've had a lot of students asking about articles and, you know, we teach articles and it can be, it can be tricky. This is not, I mean, even as a native speaker to try and explain it sometimes is difficult for me. And also, I mean, I think this is a little bit difficult because Aubrey, aren't articles are different in 
every language, right? Yes, exactly. Like French and Spanish, you have to worry yeah. about number and gender. And it's so right. different from English. And every language articles are so different. So it's a very tricky thing. You can't just translate directly back and forth, right? Oh, it's so frustrating. But guys, we are going to simplify it for you today. So Aubrey, so what are we going to kind of tell our listeners? Okay, so we're talking about three, like the three types of nouns and what yeah. types of articles they need. The first one we're going to talk about, indefinite articles. So this is a, a, mm -hmm. or an, if the next word starts with a vowel, right? Mm -hmm. So when would we use these, Michelle? Well, you would use these when you're referring to a singular noun that is not specifically defined. So like, let's say there's one of something, uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, or maybe you don't know which one exactly. So for example, when I asked you, uh, do you have a dog? Right? I, right? It doesn't matter to me which dog, or I may not know, maybe you have 10 dogs, but I'm just asking, you know, do you have a dog? Right? Exactly. Right. You wouldn't say, do you have the dog? Because there's no specific dog for you right. to refer to. Exactly. So for speaking part one, if you are asked, you know, if you're employed, you could say, yes, I have a job because you're just in general referring to your job. And then after that, you would get more specific and define the job. Talk about it. Right. Right, what about in right. speaking part three? What's a question that might be asked? Well, there might be a question about the benefits to living in cities, right? So you might respond and say something like, a benefit to living in an urban area is job availability. Yes, exactly, right? Because it's undefined. You're not referring to specific one or one that's right. been defined. Exactly. And then we have, if it is defined, right? Number two is yeah. for definite articles, the definite article, the. And right. when do we use this one? Well, we use the for both singular and plural nouns when what you're speaking or writing about is known or defined. So in this situation, it's like both the speaker and the listener know what you're referring to. So like, let's say, for example, you did have a dog, Aubrey, and you were talking to your husband and you said, oh, did you let the dog out? It's like, you know you both know which dog you're talking about. There's one dog and you know which one it is, right? Exactly. So you would say the dog. Right. And if you had that speaking part three question, after you say, mm -hmm. yes, I have a job, then you can get more specific and say, the job I have is pretty intense, actually. I am a neurosurgeon, right? Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> that would that be an intense, intense job. <laughs> yes. And then if like speaking part three, if a question asks you to compare technology when your parents were young and now, you could say, by far the biggest difference between my parents' generation and now is that no one had a cell phone then and now everyone has one, right? And because right. you're defining it, it's specific, you'll say the biggest difference. Right, right, right. I really think that, yeah, I, I like how we're explaining this here. It just, you know... It can be tricky, but, you know, we're giving you guys these, you know, simplified rules, these main things to remember, right? So that you can simplify, practice, and succeed. Exactly, right? Is it defined or not? Do the speaker and the listener know what specific thing is being referred to? If so, use the. If not, a uh, or an, right? It's pretty basic. It's just Definitely. a matter of practicing, like you said, oh, so that it yeah. comes very naturally.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For sure. So, so what's the last thing? Yes. So the last one, we call this zero article. Mm. It's words that take no article. So we have uncountable nouns, something you can't count. And this, we see a lot of errors on this for um, your writing. If you're talking about research, you know, you can't say one research. Right. It's not countable, right? It's a common mistake. So for both singular and plural, the word stays the same. You don't add an S to make it plural. You don't say researches. And you don't use, uh, or an, you cannot use um, those indefinite articles or a number. You can't say two research, three or research. And this is tricky unless you've had that practice. You've got to be writing a lot of practice essays. Yeah. So that starts to feel natural and normal. What are some other um, uncountable nouns that they're going to, to face? Okay. Well, another one would be something like people, right? Yes. So we could say people go to the store. Right. Because you're, you're not talking about a specific group of people that you could count. You're talking right. about people in general, not something right. you could count. Exactly. And then once right, you've defined right, right. the group, right, if you're saying the people at the store are wearing masks, for example, then you're talking oh. about a specific group of people that you could count. And so you need that definite article. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, this really clears it up. Yeah, definitely. And this will come up on IELTS for the task one academic essay. You're going to need some of these uncountable nouns like information, data, Research. Do you say data yeah. or data, Michelle? Good question. I, I think I say data. Yeah. I, what do you I say? think I've always said data, but I hear it so, like, I hear both ways all the time. And I don't know if it's geographical or what. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. There both are, are oh correct. Oh my gosh. There are so many things like that. Oh my gosh. Just you're giving me an idea things. for an all ears English topic. Oh, definitely. All of the things that it just depends on how, like I say soda pop, because we just grew up saying soda pop. But yeah. People will look at me funny because they either say soda or pop or cola <laughs> or Coke or something else. It just depends on where exactly you're from, right? Right, right. And this data, data, who knows? Anyway. Yes, exactly, <laughs> right? And then task two, right? There's a lot of uncountable nouns, education, progress, happiness, importance, nutrition, right? What is uh, like a sentence that they might use in task two using one of these? Well, we might say the importance of education cannot be exaggerated. Oh, excellent, right? There is a lot of them. You just ask yourself if you can count it or not. And this like education, you would not want to say uh, the importance of the education. But it's interesting right. how in this sentence we have, right, the importance because it, you've defined it. We're talking about the importance of education. And so mm. even though importance isn't countable, it's definite here. It's been defined what importance we're talking about. And so we need that definite article. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. That make, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely. a little joke. 
No pun That's intended. actually a really good filler, though, for speaking. Um, when I'm teaching students, I'll say, you know, just say absolutely, definitely, just to give yourself a second to think of an answer, you know? <laughs> we That's say it so all the time. smart. I love that. Yeah. And I do, I, I always use those things as fillers. I don't really think of them as, oh, I'm trying to save time, but sometimes so, it's so just, native. I don't know. It, it, it comes out, it just comes out of my mouth. Exactly, right? So the examiner's not going to see that as you intentionally right. using a filler. It's right. just going to sound native, just something to say. And then that gives you just a second to think of your answer to the question they asked, which might be difficult. <laughs> That's a really good tip. That is a really good tip. So yeah, for these Facebook questions, you know, when students are asking about articles and some of these tricky rules, the nice thing is they get that answer right away, right? They're in our Three Keys IELTS Facebook group, which is, uh, you know, it's exclusive for students students who are in our program. So if you want to sign up, allearsenglish.com slash keys, and then you're immediately admitted into that Facebook group. You can ask any question about IELTS. We answer right away. And not only that, there are students in there that are on your same journey studying for IELTS. Lots of information on there and speaking partners, people that you can speak with to practice if you don't happen to know anyone else trying to learn English. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is great. We have a lot for you guys uh, to practice with IELTS Energy with, oh my gosh, just so much, so much material, so many ways to connect with people. I know, right? Three pot, three episodes every week. I think it's just so important. I, I feel like definitely subscribe if you haven't, because you could be missing episodes if you're just coming and checking it out every now and then. There's so much good information. Everything we share, these grammar episodes, we're not sharing any of the extra stuff you might learn in textbooks. We're doing just the specific information that will help you improve your IELTS score so you can get past IELTS, right? Definitely. Oh my gosh. We want to get past IELTS and you guys can do it. And definitely everything that, uh, you know, we're teaching you here today, Aubrey's grammar series, this is really going to help you. And articles is such a big one. And it is just so important. I mean, just when I'm listening to someone speak and yeah, if they, if the articles are incorrect, I might be able to kind of fill in the holes and figure it out, but I might sometimes actually get confused. Yeah, um, definitely. So, a little right. misunderstanding could happen for sure. For sure. So this is so important in IELTS, in everyday conversation. So this is something that you can take with you even past this exam. Yes, definitely. Michelle, thank you for coming and joining us on IELTS <laughs> Energy today. It's so fun to have you here. Thank you. It was my pleasure. I absolutely loved it. And yeah, this was this was really informative and helpful. And thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, yes, I'll we'll have to do it again soon. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Definitely. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.